await no longer. Greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players, where each and every Thursday, I, your host, Joseph, alongside my co-host, Kyle, talk about the latest and greatest in all things PlayStation. So with all that said, with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host, whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson, how are you, sir? There it is. I You, you just mentioned me as your co-host to start. Yeah. I was like, oh no, I got demoted. What wow. happened? Um, because I forgot midway through what I say. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> but you know what? I was on a roll, dude. I think actually yeah. I nailed it that time. Kyle, I'm doing okay, Joe. To answer the question, oh, for yeah. you. I'm doing okay. I'm okay, tired. Kim's yeah. killing me, but you know, yeah. whatever. Dude, the heat's killing me, and I just yeah. can't stand it anymore. Absolutely. I really can't. Today, I finally I I cracked. If you hear a little bit of noise, you shouldn't. It's my fan. It's it's good. It's like ninety. I, I don't want to see you kill yourself on these podcasts Ugh. you need i just don't to want to cool sweat anymore off. like everybody's youtube videos look at youtube you'll find out who lives on the eastern fucking seaboard because <laughs> everybody's glistening just forehead. glistening foreheads yeah. galore it's disgusting <laughs> here global warming is real now with that said we got a lot of news today Okay, we're going to be talking about PlayStation 4 breaking 100 million units sold. We're going to talk about Concrete Genie's release date, Suda games coming to the PlayStation 4, maybe, sort of, not really, Suda. Uh, we're going to talk about the Fortnite championships, we're going to talk about COD, but before we do all of that, Kyle, how we start the show each and every week, what have you been playing, sir? Oh man, sound like a broken record. Not much. Damn it. Um, I know, it sucks. I It's... <laughs> I come home from work and I beat myself up, up over it because I want to play stuff. I just have yeah. no energy to. Um, it's those it's those t- times like especially like you're in the heat a lot, right? Yeah. Uh, so you like you come home and you're like the last thing I want to do is interact with something. Yep. And I like kind of want to sit and veg out. Exactly. And um, I mean, look, Avengers is on digital, so no, I gotta wait for physical because oh. I'm a physical person, as we've said many times. Oh, dude, I double dip. Oh if no, a, I don't. If, no. 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 If it's a, like a movie I really like, I'll double sure. dip. I'll get the digital and then I'll get the steel book. But I'll have a digital code when I buy it physically. So why? Don't don't come at me with logic. Okay, <laughs> uh, I'm just I, I played. Going back to what we're here for, yeah. I played some more Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Um, I did pick up Fire Emblem, but I'm waiting until mm. I'm in the right frame of mind and I'm rested yeah. because I know yeah. how involved it is and I want to yeah. play it so bad, but I want to be in the right frame of mind for that one yeah maybe you play it on playstation oh wait you can't because they're cowards uh for me kyle uh sean capri had a had a birthday stream you know our good Ooh, friend happy birthday sean and we we did a whole bunch of stuff man we played uh world war z i introduced him to that yes. played some overwatch oh my Sweet. god i miss that game so much uh and then other than that yeah man it's been kind of just a slow week where i kind of just want to relax and just get out of really critical thinking so i've just been playing a lot more apex and i've gotten into ranked i'm silver one last night kyle last night me hometown hero luke lore we're playing together okay they go guys we need your help let's go or you know let's let's go play some apex i'm like sure guess guess what type of game i got 15 kills come on joe 15 kills 1900 damage are you the next person to revive millions of dollars in Apex? Is that what probably right? probably? I'm just saying, everybody, Ninja, watch your back. So that's really all I've been playing. Yeah, <laughs> the I, long and the short of it. I yeah. do want to point out. Um, last episode, last week, we were both really hyped for Wolfenstein. Yes, and we both waited because of what we've heard about it, and especially as a huge Wolfenstein fan, like myself. From what I've heard from that game and from all the reviews and stuff, it is not the type of game that I was expecting. Like, a, yeah. like go back and replay levels and armor and leveling up. That is not what That's I not wanted. And, like, yeah. open world as well. Yeah, no, I, I heard it, and I, and I was just like, nah, I'm, I'm holding off. This I will, yeah, seem... I will pick it up this year at some point, but mm-hmm. probably not. Not, at, not at the price range. Not at no. that price range. With that, Kyle, guess what we did pick up on day one? Our PlayStation Force oh. launch day, <laughs> hell yeah. yeah! So let's get into it. You know, some people they got some breaking news, you got some leaks, you got some rumors, you got some hard news. Here we just call them goobers. Kyle, what's the first goober on the list, sir? 
The first goober is from Adam Bankhurst over at IGN. PlayStation 4 has sold 100 million units worldwide. According to Daniel Ahmad, senior analyst at Neko Partners, PlayStation 4 is now the fastest home console to reach 100 million units sold in, or sell in, excuse me, at five years and seven months since its launch on November 15th, 2013. This beats out the PlayStation 2's five years and nine months it took to achieve the same goal. PlayStation 4 software sales were at 42.9 million for the past three months, up from the 40.6 million of the same period last year, although they were down from the 54.7 million of last quarter. It's also interesting to note that in Q1 of the fiscal year 2019, the PlayStation 4 game software digital download ratio was 53%, meaning that more people purchased slash downloaded digital PS4 software than purchased physical copies. Sony also revealed that there are now 36.2 million PlayStation Plus subscribers, which may be down from the 36.4 million of last quarter, but is up from the 33.9 million from Q1 of the fiscal year 2018. As for the future, Sony's predicting it will sell 15 million PlayStation 4 units throughout fiscal year 2019, ending on March 31st, 2020, which is down from its previous estimate of 16 million. Wow, that's a lot of stuff. Right. A that's a lot today. of numbers. Yeah, and you did you know, like FY because that's how they spelled fiscal year. I wouldn't have been able to do that. Everybody, give you give give Kyle a round of applause there. Kyle, out of all the things you just listed out there, yeah, what is the thing that strikes you the most? What's the most interesting statistic? Because like I mean, 100 million yeah. units, awesome. Oh, fantastic. Right? Yeah. Is that the thing that stands out? What is it? Uh, no, actually, it's not. It's the part that makes me sad that 53 oh. percent of gamers are, are going digitally only and that makes me sad and yeah. we all know this i mentioned it at the beginning of the show and when it comes to movies i buy physically i buy games it's physically i am now a relic um it's <laughs> it's not it's not a good feeling um yeah. so that kind of hurt that i say hurts because that's my preferred way to, to buy these games but yeah i mean i i know it's going to happen eventually and it just yeah. it's going to keep picking up and that number is going to keep going higher yeah, and I think yeah. over like I think they even said like over one billion software units have been sold as well. So like yeah. it's crazy. Like digital is very much the future of video games. And even like I was talking to someone at GameStop, I think it was like the the manager there, and they're mm-hmm. like, Oh yeah, when you know, when digital wasn't so big, we're talking about like two thousand eight with Call of Duty and Pokemon. And she's just like, Now it's like a fraction of what it is, you know, back in the day. They would like you you go out for a Call of Duty Midnight, it would stretch the parking lot. Oh, yeah. You know? now I, it's just I like think we both worked people those midnights. Oh, yeah. They were crazy. Yeah, they were hectic. It was insane. And it looks like people, yeah, they don't want to They don't want to wait in the crowd, The crowd, right? Yeah. They don't want to wait till midnight. They'd rather it download, pre-download, and then it's just, bam. It's just there, you know, as is. And I prefer physical over digital as well, but I'm not like a diehard going like I need physical or else I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm conscientious enough to say, Hey, and that was a big word. I just used it. Please give me a pat on the back. Maybe I used it wrong. Adam Leonard will tell me. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, I, I'm more conscious about the purchases that I make. And so like, if it's a good deal, I go digital or physical that's really what it equates to because mm-hmm. to me sure. i'm just like i don't have unlimited money so yeah like i saw crazy things like doom was 40 bucks like eternal i think it's like 47 on amazon if you pre-ordered it i was like done <laughs> you know yeah. like i'll say 13 bucks if i can and that's a physical purchase but i'm gonna have to wait later so like yeah. for me that number strikes me because it is high but i actually thought it would be a lot more than this at this point right like 53 it's half for sure i wonder where digital is going to be in the next five years right Mm. like when the cloud services are taking place when we have that netflix for gaming what's that gonna look like in terms of physical media is it just gonna is it just gonna truly die or is it going to be not as prevalent you know i want to see what that number's at with that nasty boots writes in with the current console sales do you feel like it's idiotic to say that the next generation is the last generation this is a really good question right because we're it seems like since 
the seventh gen, right? Like going into this generation, this was the last gen, right? Phones mm-hmm. were about to take yeah. over. Do you feel with PlayStation hitting a hundred million, and we're going to talk about uh, Tim Ulf's question in a sec, and with other consoles appearing to approach that mark as well, do you think it's kind of like premature to just say, "Hey, this is, you know, consoles are dead" type of thing? I think it might be a little premature. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, we saw what happened with this generation, like you mentioned. Everyone was like, "Oh, consoles are dead. Like they're they're a thing of the past." Um, yeah. I, I definitely think that the next one won't be the last. Um, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I think people still buy these consoles because they do so well and they have such great experiences yeah. on them. So why not? I think you're going to see. You know, this is me just putting my getting in my DeLorean here for a second, but I'm a big fan of, I think the next Xbox is just called Xbox. Mm-hmm. And I think that platform, you sure. know, everybody's pushing that idea of the platform. I think that's the the true future of, you're going to get iterations of consoles. You're not going to get a, you know, a PlayStation 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. That's fair. I think you're yeah. going to get a PlayStation. And then they'll they'll figure out over time with those other iterations what they call those boxes but i am i'm one of those people who are just like consoles aren't going the away the idea of how we look at a console and interact with sure. it those are the things that are changing you know kind of like the uh, the steam boxes absolutely years ago. but not embarrassingly bad no yeah. uh tim olf asks will this be the last console we see hit that milestone it looks like the switch is heading that way or could cloud-based gaming or cross-platform capabilities kill console numbers that's a good question yeah, for is. me it's a hard no i think this is like we're going to see the nintendo switch like 100%. tim olf mentioned it's yeah. it's like i i even think the switch is going to probably outsell the playstation 4 you know I the, see that the way that they support their consoles over time if something's a success they will milk it until you know until that udder is dry you know what i mean like look at yeah. 3ds great example game boy great example so you know it's at 36 million right now two years in it's got plenty of time they got yeah. a light version coming out vita uh, i think they're calling it vita 3 so yeah you know it's it, <laughs> it's not going to be the first it's not or sorry it's not going to be the last no. you're gonna i mean gaming is growing and i think yeah. we've seen like with the mobile market yeah it's it's the biggest market out there pc gaming it's still alive not you know just because consoles and mobile existed or came to be didn't mean those things died you know what yeah. i mean so for I me mean, I'm, i don't think so at all he does bring up a good point like the whole yeah. cloud-based gaming thing is kind mm-hmm. of a wild card yeah um and this whole uh cross-play thing is interesting because would people buy the game to play crossplay on whatever they already own, or will they buy what the system their friends are playing on and just not worry right. about crossplay? Right. Or will they buy you know what they want because of other experiences they can have on it? I think what I just I, I mentioned like a, a minute ago is the the way we look at consoles are going yeah. to change, yeah, and sure. when we broaden it out to platforms, right? platforms i think like you look at netflix it's been growing like crazy it's the first time ever since netflix existed i think that they lost subscribers last quarter so i actually think with the implementation of cloud and these platform future um you know uh god what do i want to say initiatives that these companies are launching you're gonna actually see bigger numbers than than what we see currently because now xbox is on mobile phones so you know because the xbox app and you know x cloud is on your phone does that count as a console does this playstation Mm. app on your phone you know does that you know remote play does that count like there are i think there's going to be a more minutiae to that question than than uh so here's about. here's a follow up to that one. Yeah. When it, specifically when it comes to cloud based, I'm thinking like sure. Google Stadia, right? Yeah. Will they ever hit a number of a hundred million players that have subscribed to <sighs> Google Stadia? Kind of like buying a console, are they going to subscribe to the service? I mean, man, I don't want to. You know, like the old saying goes, "I don't want to fuck the chicken before it hatches." You know what I mean? That'd be so, incredibly I... hard. <laughs> 
Who? But I really don't. I see. I don't know. That's a really hard question. I think sure, eventually, but is Stadia going to be that one? I don't know right now. I think it's too early. Um, I've God Xbox maybe. I know they all have this figurative like we have this two hundred million player mark that we're chasing. The reason why PlayStation's so successful is they've been open by saying, hey, let Xbox and Google fight. We're going to do our own thing. And it's obviously worked because it's 100 million units sold. So probably, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, if comp, if if having to pay shell out 300 bucks for a unit and people have done it 100 million times, yeah. I mean, if if we get into platforms and it's free, Absolutely. How Absolutely many of those a hundred million did you contribute to? Oh, that's a really good question. That's a really <laughs> great question. Well, um, does this include Pro, by the way? I believe so. Yes. Okay. Yeah, 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 so yeah, then yeah. I've contributed to two PS4s. Two PS4s. Okay. So, me personally, I've had one PlayStation Four. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, the OG, the glorious. I love that console so much. Yeah. Uh, I then upgraded to a Pro. And then with the abuse of the GameStop return policy when it came to warranties, I upgraded to the God of War edition for 50 bucks. And then I gave that console to my brother because I'm the best brother ever. I've contributed Mm -hmm. to four consoles. I have a problem. It's an addiction. And I have shame. So six out of the 100 million are right here on this podcast right now. Yeah. Incredible. (laughs) That is something like, uh, like (laughs) when we talk about numbers, it's like, yeah, but like how many of those, like, 36 million right like uh plus members how many people are duplicate purchasers you know Mm, there has to be a number there has to be a statistic that sony's able to look at like whether it's like ip address or something like yeah that they're able to know oh yeah there's like two in every home you know Uh, i mean like even ea was like oh we did an analysis this is like switch news but whatever they're like most switch owners actually already have a playstation 4 and xbox one and i'm like how the fuck do you know that Andrew Wilson, you robot. This just goes even into more of my theory of how EA and Google are just hive minds and Andrew Wilson yeah. is a husk for some type of sentient AI that we're not aware about. But yeah, like I think that's a really good question. I, I, I know like there's even debate when it came to the Xbox 360 with all the red rings. Mm, like yeah. how many people purchased it because it red ringed? Yeah. And how many people did, do the returns count? Like, that's numbers I would really like to see from yeah. both Sony and like everybody. Actually, that's really so dope. Here's what I want to ask all the listeners out there. Okay, I want you to tweet at us or in the Discord, Casa de Bad Bit. Uh, tell us how many PlayStation Fours you bought, and let's yes. total how many our listeners and the trophy yes. room are accounting for. Oh my god! Out of the hundred million that. at PS Trophy Room, let us know. I know there's people that listen. They're like, I don't even own a PlayStation. So be that's truthful. Good. You can say flat out Absolutely. zero. That's fine. Casaday Bad Bit Discord, PS Trophy Room on Twitter. Yeah, let us know. With that, Kyle, here's a little extra on that news <clears throat> of the 100 sure. million units sold. Would you like to tell us? Absolutely. This comes from Sammy Baker over at Push Square. PlayStation propels Sony to best Q1 operating profit ever. <clears throat> Excuse me. How dare Sony's you? a much healthier. Haha. What what timing? Much healthier company these days. And it's posted another sturdy financial report pertaining to the three-month period, which ended on June 30th. PlayStation was once again the biggest financial driver, with the division helping to propel the Japanese giant to its largest Q1 operating profit results of all time. The gaming business contributed $672 billion operating profit, which commanded a colossal 32% of the company's overall income. Yeah. Now this is interesting because uh, me and Luke Lord the Insipid Ghost, who is now my new best friend, sorry Kyle, uh, <laughs> we were talking while we were playing Apex. I know this is crazy. What is what a story? <laughs> this is this never happens. But like we were talking about, like isn't it crazy? Would it be cool to see? Because we're nerds and we like numbers. Like the just how much of an impact these brands have on their bigger corporations. Like what is the impact of Xbox and Microsoft? And now we're looking at PlayStation. We're seeing the impact of Sony. Oh, holy crap. Like this is amazing. This just goes to show, you know, back in the nineties, 
Sony thought, hey, this is the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. Fine, we have the tech, but we don't know, right? You know, they they came into the gaming sphere because Nintendo gave them the backhand. Mm-hmm. And now seeing PlayStation being here and being the juggernaut success, holding this company up. My question to you, Kyle. Yeah. If PlayStation didn't exist, I know what a horror. Oh, oh, man. oh God, I know. What would we be playing on, right? Oh, the Atari six, Jaguar. <laughs> <laughs> the Atari Cheetah. Um, if it didn't exist, do you think Sony would still be in the zeitgeist? Do you think they would kind of fade into the... That's that's very interesting. Um, yeah, because they can't they can't survive on Walkmans and CD players. <laughs> no, right? oh god, no. Yeah, uh, their TVs are, I guess, okay. Fuck you. What What's what do you what what are you talking shit about this TV? Whenever me? people tell me like what TV, because I'm looking at buying my first 4K TV soon. Ooh, okay. um, they're like, get this LG model, or uh, get this. Uh, oh my god, I'm blanking on the other one. It's definitely Samsung, not Sony though. Whatever. Samsung, yeah, something like that. Yeah. TLC, you know. Yeah. They're like, don't go it's chasing def- waterfalls, but. <laughs> it's definitely TCL, but I'll take yeah, TLC. TCL. <laughs> uh, definitely not a Vizio. But yeah, like, yeah, what what is? What is? Oh, I mean, their movie division, right? They, yep. they do have they got that. Spider-Man, they got Spooderman, but it doesn't do gangbusters. That's the thing about Sony no. Pictures. Yeah. yeah, so that's the thing. I think, you know, Sony would be in a much darker place, which goes into the fact of, like, you know, the company's strength with PlayStation is that they need PlayStation to be a success, and so they will throw as much money they need to make PlayStation make them mm-hmm. money. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really interesting to see where where PlayStation goes in the future because of how financially tied to the main company PlayStation is. You know? It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. But with that, let's get to our next bit oh, of news. I'm with so excited. This, for this game one. announcement. Yeah, go for it, dude. Ethan Gotch over at Kotaku. Vivid yeah. painting adventure Concrete Genie will release on PS4 on October eighth. After being delayed earlier this year, Sony's painterly puzzle platformer, Concrete Genie, will finally come to PS4 on October 8th for $30, the Deluxe Edition, $40. Bam, what a long read. Kyle, my question here, we saw some more gameplay of this game. We saw more of the artwork of this game. Yeah. Man, what are your thoughts walking in? And also, the first impression so far, glowing. Absolutely. people, People have already got their hands on it. They're already really liking their experience here. What do you think about Concrete Genie, my man? That's the thing. Like, before we got these previews, whenever I watch somebody talk about this game or or watch the trailer for it, they're like, it looks pretty, but I don't know if that's going to lend itself to a good game. And Mm -hmm. now hearing these people, like, just gush over it. um, I am so excited. It looks as beautiful as ever. I love the, uh, the mechanics of it where you can, like, graffiti on the wall and they help you solve the puzzles, and the story seems cool. And like for thirty bucks, how can you not Dude. go wrong at that price right there? Dude, yeah, thirty bucks. And it's again like to me, it has the Cuphead effect, where like mm-hmm. Cuphead was like what, it was like twenty bucks, right? Someone, yeah, I think so. Who's an Xbox nerd? Let me know. Yeah, I think it's like twenty well, bucks. On Switch, I, I think it was twenty. Yeah, so yeah. like. It's not here to sell, you know, 8 million units, right? It is they're a, a smaller project, so they're expecting probably a smaller return on this game and it looks really good. It's something to for people to keep playing talking about PlayStation and during the holiday season while also appealing to the more artistic indie side that PlayStation's so good at. Like, looking at this game, it did... I, a lot of people were like, it was giving me infamous Second Sun vibes when it came to the combat. Um, so yeah, I mean, it yeah. looked beautiful. It looked colorful. Yeah, I'm so down for this. This is a day one purchase. And, and this is also what I think PlayStation does really, really well. Yeah. Is they have smaller exclusives. That yeah. aren't, like, 60 AAA, $60 AAA gangbusters. You have these mm. smaller stuff that you can only play on PlayStation. Like, yeah. I love that. I'm not saying yeah. the other ones don't have that, but like, right. but not they're usually state of decay. <laughs> I'll let Sorry. you. I'll Sorry. let you uh, throw oh, that smack talk. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, so you know, the, yeah. Concrete Genies had my interest. This mm-hmm. is now definitely a day one buy. 
30 bucks right up my alley. Yeah. I don't know if this is a physical for me. I don't well, that's know. That's fair. Because 30 bucks is 30 bucks, you know, like the old yeah. saying goes. So, yeah, no, everybody check out this trailer. Seriously, I love when PlayStation gets weird. You know, let's get weird with PlayStation. That let's should be a title. Weird. Sean Capri, look Ooh. it up. Uh, with Mr. that. Joe? Mr. Yes. Joe, why did I call you? I'm in camp mode. I call everyone <laughs> Mr. or Miss. Uh, that's, a, that's a t-shirt right there. Yeah. Let's get weird with PlayStation. Let's get weird, Let's guys. get weird with PlayStation. <laughs> with that, let's get to the next goober on the list. You and mean Kyle, the new segment? Kyle, it's a new yeah. segment. Oh, Hell yes, great. it is. I'm uh, going to groan at this one. Hey, Kyle. Kyle, I got a question for you. I don't want to answer it. What's rapper Ludacris's favorite game developer? Hold on. I'm going to pause. Mm-hmm. I'll let everyone at home scream it out loud because I'm pretty sure you're going to get it. Suda! <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> Move, Travis. Get out the way. <laughs> oh, I, I, get, I get it, guys. I get it. Please don't rate us one star. Rate us five stars. It's great. Uh, I love you all so very much. <laughs> Kyle, would you like to read this goober for me, my good pal? This is from Liam Croft over at Push Square. Suda51 in talks with the Marvelous over No More Heroes 1 and 2 PS4 remasters. The No More Heroes franchise has had a weird relationship with PlayStation over the past decade. No More Heroes Heroes Paradise eventually made its way to PS3 a few years after its initial release on the Nintendo Wii, but the second installment was skipped. Now the Travis Strikes Again No More Heroes spinoff is coming to PS4 later this year, but it looks like there could be more from where that came from. In an interview with Dengeki Online, Suda51 has stated the first two No More Heroes titles have a good chance of coming to the PlayStation 4 via remasters. Kindly translated by Dual Shockers, he says that he is currently discussing it with Marvelous. When asked if there was a possibility of the two games making their way to the PS4, he states that those discussions are positive and an announcement regarding that might be coming soon. Wow, that's awesome. Really, really awesome news. I know Suda is, he's, um, he's kind of like, not to say like the Tim Burton, but he is like, yeah, like... He has a style to him. You know what 100%. I mean? 100%. Him uh, and, and Kojima, I think, have, like, they think about yeah, games and their cult of personalities. Style. Yeah. Yeah. So, my question here for you are you a big Normal Heroes fan? Like, uh, Luda is? Are you a Suda fan? Like, Luda? Kyle? Oh, God. Are you excited uh, for this? Are you willing to try these games out? Because, like, I know my friend Henry, he's over the moon about this. Like, sure. he, he, would, he would get this day one if it came to playstation i have never played a no more heroes game but Same i've sense. i've heard they're fun yeah so like yeah i'd check them out yeah this is awesome and i mean he says things are positive maybe looking for an announcement soon do you think i know i i believe no more he- heroes is being published by nintendo but seeing how other suda games ha- are making or have made their way to PlayStation and other consoles, mm-hmm. do you feel like a normal Heroes 3 could come to PlayStation, or do you think that No More Heroes 3, it's a timed exclusive, they'll probably give you the remakes or remasters of his previous titles sooner rather than later? What do you think? So you're saying, like, are we ever going to get three, basically? Is kind of yeah. what you're... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what uh, do you think's coming first? Is it is it the remasters, or do you think that... He's talking about getting three on the PlayStation. I think we could be in a situation where we get the remasters first. Okay. And then maybe six months to a year later, three gets ported over. And kind of just like gauge the excitement from that. Sure. Yeah. Right. Probably talk. I mean, he's saying he's talking to the, the, the publisher at hand. So yeah, let's see. I, I kind of think of it in not really exactly the same way, but mm-hmm. the way that we got the Shenmue collection earlier okay. Like a, was it last month or two months ago? Yeah, we're getting Shenmue three later this year. No, or did that get pushed to next year? No, no, no. It's coming out in November. It's coming out. Sure. I think November eleventh. So yeah, like that sure. same kind of time frame. Like we get yeah. the first two, and then a new one's coming. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, 
you know what I do know? Microtransactions suck, and this goober kind of hurts. Yeah, Kyle, is. would you like to talk about it? Eric Van Allen from US Gamer. Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled is adding microtransactions. In a blog post on Activision's site, developer Beanox went into detail about the changes coming as part of the Back End Time Grand Prix. As part of the Grand Prix, CTR's version of a battle pass, new cosmetics, carts, and racers will be arriving in the in-game pit stop store. Normally purchase- purchasable with earned Wumpa coins, uh, you'll also be able to buy them in bundles. This option, oh, quote, this option won't change the game's core mechanics. Players will still earn Wumpa coins. Why can't I say that word? It's weird. Wumpa? Don't even worry about it. It's Wumpa. Wumpa. I think it's Wumpa. Wumpa. We'll earn Wumpa, Wumpa coins Wumpa. by playing the game in any mode, just as before, Beanox writes. They will just be able to purchase additional coins if they choose, end quote. No indication yet as to how much these coin bundles will cost or what the ratio looks like in dollars to cosmetics. The Back in Time Grand Prix will run from August 2nd through the 25th. And will include new challenges and special races alongside the influx of new cosmetics. So it kind of seems like it's taking more of the battle pass approach. And anything in the store, it's kind of like you could buy it in the battle pass. That's what it's kind of seeming like to me. Now, Mm -hmm. here's the thing. A lot of controversy over this decision because the game came out originally. No talks of microtransactions Mm-hmm. Any, coming anywhere near this game mm-hmm. everybody was singing its praises because hey it's a $40 game there's a shitload of content in here I almost was going to say a, a, a crap ton I was like I don't need to censor myself but like yeah and then all of a sudden they turn the dial up to 11 and just start putting in microtransactions in this game Kyle my question to you sir Are people, do people have the right to feel betrayed, to feel pissed off? Because I know there's a large portion on the internet going, we've just, you just betrayed our trust. And there's another side going, well, if there's only cosmetic and honestly, you got to make money somewhere. Yeah. I'm fine with it. If it's not, if it's not undermining the value of this game, who really cares? Right. Where where do you fall on it? I'm kind of on the side of. If a microtransaction is not game breaking in any way, I am mm-hmm. okay with it. Like for even even if they're like, "Hey, we're not going to do it in the beginning," and then again, like a month after, after reviews are all done, they're just like, "Meh." Now they're here. Yeah, I guess because like again, like it's just if you want your 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 player to look cool, basically in game. Right. Like I don't think that's such a bad thing for them to charge some money for it. If it, mm-hmm. if if it becomes more predatory. And like, they're they're aiming for. It, they're just kind of shoving it down your throat, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, it might see the thing here, dude. Okay, so, you know, I I, I had a video out this week. And I was yeah. like, I'm tired of outrage culture. Everybody's mm-hmm. just up in arms about everything nowadays. Um, you can't kick a baby without everybody shouting at you. You know Whoa. what I mean? Uh, so here's the thing. I, I kick them to safety. Sometimes. Uh, here's the thing. Another right? shirt. I kick babies to safety. <laughs> <laughs> da, da, da. Sometimes. No, but like, th- there's just this fume of just like outrage of like people being upset to be upset. Like, I don't own this game. And you can see how yeah. much anymore. Uh, you can see how much I care. I, I don't. But I understand people who are hardcore Crash fans who feel betrayed because, yeah, there there is a betrayal of trust, right? You said no microtransactions. Everybody was applauding, hey, we're getting all this free stuff, you know, over the next coming of months, mm-hmm. which you are getting a ton of free characters and tracks and, and whatnot. So, like, they, everybody was applauding them. Game comes out, a lot of people buy it, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, there's microtransactions now. I understand the anger, but at the same time, I am of the other mind of like, okay, they're cosmetic and they're also giving you a shit ton of free content to look forward to down the line. And they didn't have to do that at all, you Mm -hmm. know? So I understand, like, I hate to say this. I know they're a billion dollar company, but like they have to make money too, (laughs) right? This is a business at the end of the day. Video games have evolved and I just, I just want to make sure that as long as they're not, as long as they're not predatory, as long as they're not trying to hit that dopamine rush, as long as they're only cosmetic, then that is not a problem with me whatsoever. So yeah. for me, I'm a two minds because I don't think people should have been 
betrayed the way they have. And I think that's really shitty of Beanox to do. But I also understand that wasn't their purpose to do in the beginning, right? This is yeah. this choice wasn't up to them. But yeah, I'm of two minds, man. So with that, let's get to the next goober. Kyle, what do you got for us? Uh, this one comes from Cindy Boren over at CNBC. What? Who is Kyle Giersdorf, the 16-year-old who won $3 million in the Fortnite World Cup? The 16-year-old known as Booga, I hope mm-hmm. I'm saying that right, Kyle, yep. two Booga gamers, Booga. came away with $3 million Sunday in the Fortnite World Cup solo competition, beating 99 other players culled from some $40 million who hoped to qualify for the event in Arthur Ashe Stadium in Flushing Meadows, New York. Harrison Salm Chang, one of the oldest competitors Sunday at 24, won $1.8 million. Quote, it's great representing the old dudes. How dare you, Harrison? Fuck off, dude. Experience and composure trump everything. Chang, a former professional Heroes of the Storm player, said, Fortnite is a young man's game, though. He says he plans to either gamble it all or invest his money, but hasn't decided yet. More than 30 nations were represented in the tournament, sponsored by Fortnite's parent, Epic Games. It awarded $30 million to players over the weekend, which also featured a pro-am and duos competition. Before so you get is, into it, Joe, yes, yeah. I hate Harrison right now. <laughs> how dare you? 24, you're one of the old... I'm old, the old man cool. here. And then yeah. you, you say that you're going to go gamble it all? Okay, dude. Real smart. Real smart. He's just being a dick, you know? Real smart. How dare yeah. you? Yeah, what what was his name? Harrison Sam Chang. Oh, that's a weird way to spell douchebag. All right. Well, how I'll transition to this <laughs> is fun fact. I saw this on someone's Twitter. I wanted to give them credit. And then I saw a different uh, Twitter post just copy and paste it. So I'm not going to give this Twitter post any, any credit whatsoever because it wasn't the original source. But you know who you are, okay? You know who you are. A fun fact, the state of New York slash federal government will collect $1.5 million in taxes from the 16-year-old Fortnite Cup solo player champion, uh, Booga. He will just take home $1.5 million out of the $3 million he earned. That is a crazy number. First off, he's just like, it's like they stole the money. It's like it's tax. And it's not like they're taking all of it. He still has... 15 teslas he can buy you know what i mean yeah you know it's like i get it where this money you know what's the government gonna spend all this money on you know yeah how that, much do all always... these kid cages cost <laughs> that, that's... you think of it because oh, they're kids they're smaller yeah. so it's more like it's a smaller cage sure so it's more like a kid kennel yeah and now does that sound that bad anymore it sounds kind of fun kid kennel no, no it doesn't no yeah. it doesn't uh should i put these kids in kennels <laughs> Please don't hashtag that. Uh, <coughs> uh, that's, the, it that's the thing. Like when I think of this is now like the uh, the taxes podcast yeah. of the night. Yeah. When when you look at like the Powerball winners, like the, when yeah. they the crazy jackpots, yeah, they like have to give hundreds of millions of dollars to taxes. They're still like sixty millionaires, you know. I understand that, Joe. Yeah. But why so much? Yeah, and why is douchebags like Harrison getting all that money? Seriously, jeez, twenty four cars. With that though, I got this from CNBC. Okay, yeah, enough dark jokes out of the way here. CNBC, they played this in Arthur Ashe Stadium. That is like an iconic place for tennis. Yeah, like that's insane that they had Fortnite there. This kid won more money than Tiger Woods would at the Masters Club. Yeah. CNN covered it. ESPN covered it. Kyle, my question to you, getting down to like, you know, let's get our accountants out of here and talk about games again. This is crazy. Like, this is a moment in video games. 100% a moment. This is like these these old people who don't understand games are like, oh, mm-hmm. it's this is a thing. I mean, yeah. sure, they might not like, still understand it, but like, kid won $3 million. He yeah. is 16 years old. Yeah. That dude is set for a very long time. Yeah. Like, that kid doesn't really have to think about much. Yeah, for a really long time. Just buy battle passes for yeah. the rest of his life, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, look, how many battle passes could you buy with that? That's that's a crazy thing to think is that, like, this kid's got the notoriety. This kid's set. This kid yeah. is set. He's got a million dollars in the bank. God knows what his, him and his parents and family will do with it. But, like, 
now he just he has a support system. He has his name out there. Unlike yeah. ever before, it's awesome to see games being taken seriously again. And like, yeah, you're still getting like news anchors covering it with like a question like expression, but yeah. it's it's awesome to see. Now, uh, um, Cam Connick, did I pronounce that right, Cam? I don't know. But you tell me. Yell at me in the comments. Uh, if you had the opportunity, he writes in, if you had the opportunity to create a high-profile, high-production-value tournament for any game in the world, what would it be? Oh, man. All right. I have one. The moment okay. I read this, I have one. Okay. It's it's Rocket League. And I know they already kind of have them. Yeah. But here's my thought process, Joe. All right. Let's go. Let's just, let's just bring them to like a full-on soccer stadium, right? Yeah. And instead of like the grass, like it is just a giant screen, like an AR type of experience where you can hollow deck. Are we hollow decking shit? Yeah, dude, we are hollow decking this. Are, and are we? Are see... we gonna be on the Millennium Falcon? We're gonna like let <laughs> let Chewie win type of thing. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, we're we're gonna punch it, Chewie. That's what we're gonna do, <laughs> and we're gonna watch like real Rocket League cars go up on the walls, like all around you. Like that would be dope. It would never happen. It would Kyle, cost that, as that much was, as Kyle <laughs> won. That sounds like a like a Ready Player One scenario universe, right? That sounds like cyberpunk. Now, uh, I feel like we're having hologram Tupac versus hologram Biggie at the finals. Sure, let's you do know? it. Yeah. And at that point, I mean, technology's gone so crazy. You're probably having sex with holograms. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know. So it's sure. like, why do I want to watch these these you know? These virtual cars ramming into each other. If I got oh, a no, date with no, virtual no, no. Marissa Tomei, you know what I mean? No, I, I had to. St- I had to say no the moment you said ram. I had to, I had to stop it. I had. <laughs> Kyle, next goober on the list. We got two more. We got two more. Uh, Andrew Webster over at The Verge writes: Fortnite season ten will start with a time bending explosion. In a short video, developer Epic teased an event many fans have been expecting. Ooh. The glowing orb in Loot Lake appears primed to blow up. Cracks have been appearing on the orb over the past few days, leading to speculation that a cataclysmic event is in the works. The teaser was accompanied by the phrase, Zero In. Not long after that tease, the developer went ahead and released a full minute-long story trailer that provides a lot more details. After the explosion, a character travels through a void filled with elements and moments from past Fortnite seasons. We see the rocket launch crack the sky and the magical butterfly from the cube explosion. The sentient banana Peely naturally makes an appearance as well. It ends with the tagline, Out of Time. It started on Sunday at the World Cup Finals with a single image of the previously destroyed location Dusty Depot along with the phrase, Think Back. Subsequent Mm. teasers similarly showed off elements from Fortnite's past, including the visitor from Season 4 and Drift from Season 5. This combined with the new trailer indicate that Epic is looking to tap into the the surprisingly rich history of the game's fiction for the upcoming season. Joe. Yes, sir. Does this get you to pull yourself away, peel yourself away from killing 15 people in Apex? Will it... Say, hey, Luke, I love you, Here's man, but like, yeah. I'm playing Fortnite again. Do I really, though? Here's the thing, right? Like, you take a look at that number 15, you go, Joe, that's a lot, but like, that's not too much, right? There's only 60 people on that map. Mm-hmm. That means I killed, well, like a, a good fourth of them, you know? Yeah. These exactly dumb, dumb idiots them. come into my house, they come knocking on my door, you know? What do they Yelling expect? upstairs, you know? Like, yeah. That's what they're doing. Like a bunch of lunatics, not in my house. Not in my house. Um, no, this is interesting. Like, Fortnite does have a rich history. Going back, like, I know it's only been, like, a year since this thing blew up, but Season 10. We're already on Season 10. And there is a lot they can do with the previous seasons. Like, bringing back Dusty Depot. I love the original Dusty Depot. I would love to see it back. Like, yeah. Playing off the original, like, battle passes, that's an awesome idea. Like, hey, you, we know people have invested a year plus time into our game right uh here's a way to reward that battle pass from six months ago into this battle pass today that's freaking awesome like that's really cool so i'm gonna be honest with you this does get me to yearn to go back Mm -hmm. because i want to see you know i'm gonna be honest being as far away from Fortnite that i am now 
Um, looking at it, I'm not as pressed, I guess, is the word I want to use, to go back because so much has changed. So to see things come back, yeah, that gets me a lot more excited than than prior. So for me, yeah, it does get me back. Does this get you anywhere interested in a Fortnite? No? Not at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Now, Sorry, here's a cool thing. A battle pass comes out as this video comes out. So I want to know, everybody, PS Trophy Room, are you buying the battle pass? Are you not? I think it's genius that Fortnite was able to say, here's this big grand tournament. Everybody look at us. And then just like two days afterwards go, now you could buy this thing for 10 bucks. Huh? Huh? You like that? I think it's awesome PR. I think it's awesome marketing on their their part. And they've just been killing it ever since. So. Yeah. Awesome, man. Yeah, I'm going to check it out for sure. With that, Kyle, the next Cooper. Oscar Deus from GameSpot writes, Killstreaks return in Call of Duty Modern Warfare, but one is proving controversial. Mm. Call of Duty Modern Warfare will bring back Killstreak rewards in multiplayer. Publisher Activision has confirmed just ahead of the game's full multiplayer reveal on August 1st. However, one of the killstreak options has caused some controversy. The three killstreak rewards announced so far are a juggernaut care package, an armored yeah. assault vehicle, and the chemical yeah. weapon white phosphorus. Yeah. And it's that last one that has proven contentious. All three have been seen in some form or another in past Call of Duty titles. Juggernauts were used extensively in the Modern Warfare subseries, as, well, as were light armored vehicles. White Phosphorus was previously used as a tactical grenade in the Black Ops series, where it caused, quote, a small amount of damage on detonation. But the framing of the weapon as a reward this time around paints it in a somewhat different light. In real life, the use of White Phosphorus, also known as Willie Pete, against civilians Mm -hmm. and in civilian areas contravenes the Geneva Convention, thereby classing it as a war crime. Some Modern Warfare multiplayer maps take place in civilian areas, albeit without civilian characters present. However, mm. Kurosaki was talking about the game's single-player campaign. That's the, the narrative director, by the way. Which also depicts child soldiers, among other serious topics. It's unclear if the multiplayer mode will treat the use of white phosphorus as harshly as it sounds as if the story mode will treat mistakes. It's this that is the root of some of the latest controversy. So, Call of Duty's going for a real gritty look at warfare. At least that's what they term it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah, you're, you're going to be, looks like, in the eyes of a child soldier in a made-up Middle Eastern country. Um, mm-hmm. You're going to see terrorist attacks in what appears to be somewhere like a Netherlands, you know, Europe. Um, you're going to be, you know, able to shoot civilians. Now albeit with the mention of it'll affect gameplay. single You can't just go around, like, no rushing it. You will get a game over screen, it seems. Mm-hmm. My question to you, with now this implementation of white phosphorus, um, a lot of people are kind of concerned Call of Duty is not approaching warfare right, I guess. And they're getting uncomfortable with the the realist take because they don't feel like a game like call of duty that is an action blockbuster is much of a think piece worthy game mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so what are your thoughts on this gritty reboot does all this stuff peel you away from this game or does does it not affect you and i know that sounds weird when i say that but, no yeah, yeah i i understand where you're coming from um the moment i heard child soldiers i'm out yeah, I I'm not someone who works with kids. Like I don't I don't ever ever want to see that or take part in in that at all. And I've I've seen some people with this fight phosphorus stuff on Twitter. Sure. Just say like like it's it's a really awful awful thing. And yeah. I get it. Like these games, you're just you're shooting other people. Like that's the yeah. point of the game. You you are causing harm to a virtual character but like at, i for me personally this is like taking it one step too far into realism type thing yeah like i play games to escape i don't really want to play games where i'm you know killing innocent people or like ha- seeing child soldiers like have to yeah. do awful things and yeah i don't know 
Yeah, so like for me, it's weird because I yeah like we're gamers, we shoot bad guys all the mm-hmm. time. But like yeah, like having to peer through the world of a child soldier is something that it's it's kind of like if Michael Bay was just like, hey guys, the next Transformers is gonna be a little fucked up. You know what I mean? Like sure. you're gonna yeah you know you're gonna see Sam w- w- Wiki like kill a dude. It's just like well I'm not prepared for Sam w- Wiki to do that. So yeah. you know. I get it. I get why people are like, uh, can Call of Duty do this? And at the same exact time, like, who cares? And I know that sounds awful because, like, yeah, this is Call of Duty. This is their namesake. They are the first-person action warfare game. They're always pressing limits, right? Mm -hmm. Like, like, uh, no Russian got people uncomfortable. They chose, they gave you the option to skip it if you want. And it seems like ever since then, they've been doing these shock pieces to get people talking. And I think, I think it's kind of, it's kind of gotten tiresome. It's like, we know what you've done in the past. And it's more just like, whoa, shock value than actual substantive stuff. Uh, Adam Leonard, let me make sure if that was a made of word. Uh, fact check me, dude. Because <laughs> I don't know either. So, like, yeah, like, I, I want some substance to my games. And Call of Duty doesn't necessarily provide that in the story department. It is the action, you know, Michael Bay type of shooter. So, like, for me, yeah, when they're like, oh, we're going to make it gritty and down to earth. I'm like, but can you? I don't know because you said you'd do that with every single one of them, and you don't really. You haven't done it. You haven't made me feel something since like Call of Duty Modern Warfare, like unironically. Now, with that said, when it comes to using weapons of war in a video game in a multiplayer kill streak mechanic, guys, guys, just shut the fuck up, okay? If you, <laughs> up to me, that's where I'm just like outrage culture. Knock it off. Yeah, literally, like, shotguns are against Geneva Code. Dude, you're mm-hmm. you're shooting people with shotguns. You're, you could call a tactical nuke. Nobody ever complained about a tactical nuke. You know? That's mm-hmm. unrealistic. It's churlish. It's stupid. And, yeah, the real-life implications of, like, that Terminator 2 future, you're just dropping it when you get 25 kills in a, in a Call of Duty match. Like, that, I feel like you're reaching for the sake of being outraged by something right like that's like it's like you're it's like you're asking to be uh uh, offended at something at that point so for me when i'm like if it's a multiplayer thing yeah of course these maps are going to take place in like cities and stuff like that that doesn't it doesn't matter as long as there's no like civilians in there it doesn't matter to me you know so Mm -hmm. i am i am i am unsettled by the single player implications uh, that that they've they've put forward, but when it comes to the multiplayer stuff, I'm like, guys, this isn't a non this is a non issue, you know. Like most normal people are gonna, they're not gonna look at that going, oh, this is this is you know why phosphorus use it everywhere, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I think people are just being outraged, kind of be outraged over all this. It's 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 fair. video games. I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 one of those issues where I'm like gray area. Like I was last week, where I was just like, I'm not on one side of the fence mm-hmm. or, or whatever. It's like my one leg's in, one leg's out, you know? Sure. Kind of like I got stuck on Andy House's uh, gate this week, but I'll talk about oh, that no. later. Oh, yep. With that, Kyle, what's the next goober on the list? This comes from the PS blog. PlayStation Plus free games for August. Wipeout Omega Collection Sniper Elite 4. Ooh. Combining Wipeout for 2048, Wipeout HD, and HD Fury expansion into one turbocharged package. Wipeout Omega Collection brings the breakneck speed and combat thrills of the anti-gravity racing franchise to PS4. Sniper Elite 4. Slip behind enemy lines at work to drive out Axis forces from the, Ita- the Italian peninsula. Scout huge, varied environments as a covert operative and take out enemies before setting up the perfect hit on high value targets. The month this month alone, when people are like, Oh, how many games of the value of these two games put together? Um, this I got from the Iron Lords Network at seventy nine dollars. So that's a lot of value. And not to mention that Wipeout twenty forty eight. 
that is also a PSVR title just as well. Just about to bring that up, yeah. So you could use it in PSVR. Everybody's just like, this is one of the best VR games. So I'm actually going to download it today. I'm going to try it out myself. And if you if you think, um, like, being in, like, a futuristic race car is going to get you motion yeah. sick, they do yeah. a great job. They have different settings where you can either look around oh. you while you're racing, or just... your, your head stays still. There's different variations where you can tailor it to what you are comfortable have with. You, now, have you played this? I absolutely have. It's awesome. Okay. Oh. I'll, it's really, really I'm cool in. in VR. Really all cool right. in VR. I'm in. Also, you know what? Going back on Call of Duty, just for a second. Yeah, sure. I want to know your thoughts on everything. Let me know in the comments. Casa de Bad Bit at PS Trophy Room. You know where to go. With that, Kyle, <clears throat> this question comes from the most famous of all the Seamuses I've ever met in my entire life. You can quote me on that. He says, if you could bring back one game on PlayStation Plus that you couldn't get because you weren't signed up for the time or whatever, what would that game be? Me? The game that I missed out on? Metal Gear Solid Five. Mm, yeah. Phantom Pain. I did not see that coming. Mm. Um, and yeah, I, d I don't think I downloaded it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, that's the one that I kick myself for. That one, that one really yeah. sucks. I've, yeah. I've been a PS Plus subscriber since it was announced, so... You pretty much nothing. pretty much everything that gets announced for PS Plus, I just add to my library, and it's yeah. there. I can download it as long as I have it. But I there was, I was going through the list of everything. There's two that, for some reason, I missed, and I don't mm. know how or why. Um, it's Saint Row, Saint's Row, Got Out of Hell, I missed. You're not missing much. You're not um, missing much. I don't know. I just maybe want to do some mindless yeah. running around. And Tropical Five. I've always mm. heard the tropical games are pretty cool, and yeah. I like those type of uh, simulation type games. And right. yeah, that'd be cool to All have right. that. But oh well. also, we got one other question. This comes from uh, Emmett Watkins Jr. and he asks, "Have y'all ever tried Sniper Elite before? Highly recommend. If not, and uh, there have always been cathartic stealth games for me since there are so many more range options for stealth. I've never, I never have. And this is actually never. maybe my first attempt uh, foyer into it. So, yeah, yeah that's They've pretty They've always dope. looked fun. I, I love how I've seen some uh, Let's Plays of it before where it slows down, where if you get, like, hit a vital organ, it yeah. kind of, like, slows down. There's, I think, the most iconic thing from Sniper Elite is you can do a testicle shot. Yep. And it's like that is like the hardest shot you could probably do. Always wanted to make a Nazi celibate, you know what I mean? There you go. <laughs> anyway, with that, Kyle, I got a question for you, all right? Uh, yeah. Are you holding on to something right now? Nope, and I'm not going to hold on to anything. No, Kyle, no, 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 nope. you can't. You can't. Are you do wearing it. a seatbelt? Are you wearing nope. a seatbelt? Let's go. Let's roll. Oh, holy shit. You're, you're a fucking daredevil. I'm ready. Prepare the drop each and every week. Oh, no. <laughs> He's falling. I told him to go on to something. He did not. Each and every week, PlayStation drops the latest and greatest in all things PlayStation onto the PlayStation Store. The problem is that there are way too many games to narrow down. So this is what we do. Each one of us picks one game that piques our interest. Kyle, what is your game if you landed safely? Ugh. Oh, man, that was <laughs> quite the drop. That was quite the drop. How uh, are you my... going to survive from such a high, you know? You know what? I got a lot of cushion. Uh, the Church <laughs> in the Darkness is All my right. pick. The year is 1977. Your nephew has joined a religious cult and moved with Whoa. them to the South American jungle to found Freedom Jesus. Town. Fuck, it's up what? to you to sneak into the commune, find out what's really going on, and decide if you need to get your nephew out. Is this a socialist utopia or an oppressive prison? I've seen Let's Plays of this. I've played this, I think, at PAX mm -hmm. last year. Mm -hmm. um, it's, a, it's a really cool game. Uh, I'm very excited it's finally out. Holy crap, that seems freaking crazy. Yeah. You know, that does It's that like top down. It's top yeah. down. Isometric. It's like, yeah, it's like got uh, some MGS cone, vision cones on some of the enemies. Mm. Okay. Um, I'm trying to remember if it's. Oh my God, what's the word I'm, I'm blanking on it? When things are never the same. It, like, you can go back in. Oh, and like procedurally generated? There it is. Yeah. I, have, I think it might be, but I'm going to double check while you read right. yours. Right. Well, mine is Bear With Me. The Lost Robots. Now, you look at the title here, and you're like, what is this? This sounds yeah. dope, right? Lost Robots, bear with me. 
Well, you see, this is a noir epic. Point and click adventure. <laughs> I sound like Peter Griffin. This episodic point and click adventure series, Bear With Me, is back. Introducing Bear With Me, The Lost Robots, an all new prequel chapter featuring Amber's brother Flint and the coliest detective, Ted E. Bear. What? <laughs> That's even way too many puns for me to do. It's there's a there's a teddy bear detective set in a noir landscape about robots. Description: Someone out there, help um, me out here. You know, real quick. So, Church in yeah. Darkness. Uh, yeah, the camp layout is is procedurally generated, mm-hmm. along with uh, people's allegiances and beliefs are also constantly Ooh. being generated as well. So it's never going to be the same thing going in. Mm. Yeah. You, right. Yours reminds me of that game Naughty Bear. That's what I'm that's what I'm thinking too. Yeah. And you know what? I'm not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> now, for Andrew House's snail mail. I love I loved this week because a lot of the questions went with the news this week. Mm-hmm. I love when it does that, but this was a really good question. And just like each and every week, you could send in your questions via the Casa Day Bad Bit Discord server or at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. So with that, our question, our sole question this week comes from Robert Amato. And he asks us this. Oh, wait, or I could steal Andrew House's mail. I don't know what to do with this segment anymore. You I said you got caught on a fence earlier. I got caught on a fence. Yeah. I had to gnaw my own leg off. It was a 20, Whoa. what is that, a 27 days later. 27 hours? Of, yeah, that shit. Yeah, it was <laughs> real fun. You know, it's crazy. Uh, did you guys check out the new additions to GTA 5 online? If you were slightly dis, or sorry. If so, were you slightly disappointed with the uh, Diamond Casino? Honestly, I'd trade this for a full-fledged casino heist. Robert Amato, that's a great question. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't played GTA in God knows when. It's been a hot minute. Since I beat um, the single player on PS3, I think. You disgust me. Uh, but <laughs> Whatever. Because <laughs> I'm just like, you don't even play the online? Not even? No. Joe, you know me. I am not an I know. I'm just, I'm just getting. I'm just getting where your your mind's at. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's been a lot of controversy with this casino because you you can't play this expansion in a lot of countries because it promotes gambling, mm-hmm. and it's outlawed, and so it is so weird how we've talked about games being exploitative and you know riddled with gambling mechanics that Rockstar has taken it upon themselves to literally put gambling in their own video game. <laughs> yeah. Now, like, and I don't know if you have to use real money to it. I doubt that's the case. But, mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's that sounds stupid because, I Robin, mean, you're I'm, so right. Yeah, I mean, you that? can go and buy in-game money. So, like, like yeah. what, shark cards? Yeah, shark so, like, cards. I mean, yeah, you technically are putting real money in to use oh yeah that's true god that's that is whew, jesus yeah. christ they gotcha rockstar that's, gotcha yeah like they're really just dancing with the devil you know uh yeah. god damn so like you look at it i'm just like yeah this would have been way cooler if it was a casino robert you're dead on it would be a lot cooler if if it was a casino rather than literally putting gambling mechanics in this game yeah and then like yeah having the ability to buy fucking currency well that's like, wild to me like dude. what he said was he'd he'd rather have like a casino heist yeah that's so and dope. that's that's all i i want now is like an oceans 11 style exactly. game like that exactly. would be really really cool and it's like it's like payday meets yeah like yeah well yeah dude that would be so sick that'd be awesome to have like this it's and like, it's rockstar yeah. It's Rockstar, so they could have made fun of like a tongue-in-cheek, mm-hmm. you know, Ocean's Eleven-esque story. Joe, you're gonna like online. this one. Okay, yeah. What's that? Uh, what if there was a, a payday cross, uh, uh, Ocean's Eleven type game? Okay, but it's like with Rainbow Six Siege operators. Like you get to choose your 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 role in the casino heist. Well, I think I think in payday you get to. Oh, they have different, different roles. They're not all just like regular. I don't know. Someone write in. Let us know. Yeah. I, 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 nas- nasty boots knows. Nasty boots knows. Okay. That'd uh, be really cool. Let us in. So yeah, no, I think I, I think that would have been so much cooler than like yeah. just a casino. That seems super fucking lame. 
That's super, super freaking lame. And Robert, I want you, I want to, I want to know what you think about having a literal casino in a video game, and how does that kind of make you feel with all the conversations that we've been having? Because that that interests me a heck of a lot more. But with that, Kyle, we have one last thing to talk about, and that oh. is this week. If you're Sorry. listening to it as of you know me putting the video out, uh, we have a stream where it is a trophy room special. It's me and Kyle. We sit down in a room and we are debating. It is the great PlayStation debate of 2019. What have been the PlayStation 4 game exclusives that have defined the system? We have a list of 10 games. We are going to argue what is our number 10 through 1. And we're going to have the great Sean Capri over at the Xbox drive. But don't worry, he plays everything. He'll, he's, you know, he, listen, he's the only one that we could get on such a regardless. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I love you, Sean. Thank you. Um, he's going to be hosting the event over at twitch.tv slash Sean Capri. He's going to be the decider. So we have to make our arguments to make sure that Sean Capri likes him. He takes mm-hmm. him and we win all four bragging rights. Now, with that said, we are doing this to help our good friend, the Birdo family, uh, prevent cancer. Um, so, yeah, it's it's going to be an awesome charity. We're going to have mm-hmm. the giveaway of that cup that we talked about a few yep. weeks ago. We and have to push it back. If so you already donated, now. you're still entered. You're still entered. Yes. Uh, more on that stream, so go check it out. <laughs> now, if you haven't made the stream, because, again, chances are, I mean, it's Thursday, what is it? the first so chances are you may have missed out don't worry there's going to be the vod version that will hit youtube on the 2nd of august and then we'll be doing the giveaways um we'll announce the winners the week after so there you go uh with all that said everybody kyle would you like to say your farewells uh yeah as always i'd like to plug myself uh, you can follow me over at ninja 73 on Twitter and on PSN. Uh, my show all about the kind of funny community. <coughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, you got to – all right, you listen. Listen here. Okay? Let's Video re- versions. Listen, what am I going to have to do? Do I, do I have to do a Constantinia? You know, remember the end no, of that movie no. where the devil yeah. takes out the gut yeah, no, out no. of his lungs? I'll be good. It's just, you know. Because it, it, I'll do it's, it. It's what I live with. Uh, I will reach into your lungs. I'll take out that gunk. Go. That's how much – Ah, yeah, let's go. go. Let's do this. <laughs> you... <laughs> well, no, I should not have done that. Uh, nope. You can follow my show all about the kind of funny community called Best Friends Talk Funny on Twitter at BFS Talk Funny wherever you listen to to podcasts and uh, my kind of NYC podcast with my kind of NYC friends called Dollar Slice Pod on Twitter at Dollar Slice Pod and again wherever you listen to podcast services. Yeah. It's kind of fucked up that they haven't invited me to be on that show, but it's fine. You can find me here at Bad Bit Games on YouTube. You can find the show as well on any RSS feed service, your iTunes, or actually not iTunes anymore, your Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, wherever there's an RSS feed service, you can find us. Go to Apple Podcasts, rate us five stars. It really helps us out, grows this big, beautiful community that we call home. And so with all that said, with all that out of the way, everybody keep hunting. <clears throat> and keep playing PlayStation. I can't wait to tell you how bad Bloodborne is on the stream. Fuck you. Fuck I'm gonna I'm gonna put you in the ground. <laughs> <laughs>